Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Some reason to do a Jar Jar Binks impression there. Right. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to this. And this is finally uh, the pay-per-view for NWA Uncensored. This is the August pay-per-view for the NWA. So, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and press play here. In three, two, one, and go. Fireworks! Yeah, we changed things up a little bit this week. The following is a special presentation of National Wrestling Alliance Pro Wrestling. NWA. Love it. Live it. Believe it. Very nice. DM is also a cheap bastard. Japan Pro Wrestling. Let me get the road. Holy shit. I'm not that cheap. Jesse, the body of Ventura. It probably will 
I can safely say there's going to be no FMW match. There's going to be no CZW death match. But hang up on us, you said the right. The Steel Asylum. Also, let's not forget that Serena Ransom has her title against three women. And also, let's not forget the match taking place, but no disqualification out between Sting and Kevin Owens. That just might be the match of life. But let us not also forget the wrestling matches that we also have. Cody Rhodes, aka Stardust, defends the United States Championship against Bo Dallas. Sami Zayn defends the FIP title against his long-time rival Kenny Omega. And CM Punk defends the world title against the hometown hero. Minnesota himself, the final horseman, Arn Anderson. I wish Arn Anderson a lot of luck. I wish all the challenges a lot of luck. But it just might be a champion's advantage here tonight. Arn may have. He may have the whole deal advantage. But Sam Punk is crafty. He has Dale Tony in his corner. He has the champion's advantage. And I think tonight that Punk will somehow find a way to do the horseman. Well, I think that's going to do it for the decision. Let me take you to the ring for our opening contest. Please be a good opener. Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest. Two for one fall. We'll be for the NWA United States Championship. (laughs) Well, it's going to be down for another close week. That's for sure.
Elvis complained that it wasn't Cody, and he signed for Cody. As Stardust would hand the title over. The bell sounding, and immediately Bo went right for him. Oh, Dust was able to avoid his advance and started peppering him in the corner. Avoiding another advance and dropped him with an atomic drop and an elbow, followed by a clothesline out of the ring. Stardust would hiss out, crawling along the ring. Dallas rubbing his head and would re-enter, pushing him as Stardust just shoved him, then dropped him with an arm drag, locking him in a standing armbar. Armbar! Dallas would rise to his feet, then toss him to the ropes. Dust ducking a clothesline, then caught him with a springboard back elbow, then a back suplex. Waiting for it and caught him with a suplex of his own. Moving to the ropes. But Bobby grabbed the leg. He tripped him up as Dallas nailed it from out of nowhere with a clothesline lariat. Oh. Bo would rise, having a look of determination on his face as he grabbed Dust and hit him with a second one. He then moved into the corner and yelled out that he was done now. Charting for a second. But Stardust ducked, catching with the schoolboy. Oh. Only two. Dallas rose up and then caught him with a riding buster. Quickly rolling back to his feet and charged with a clothesline. Hitting Stardust out of the ring. Uh He would shake his head no and would climb the top rope. Diving off and caught him with a double axe over the head. And tossed him right into the railing. He tossed it back into the ring and would climb the top rope again, drubbing him with a second double axe and a short arm clothesline. Covering, but only got a two. But would lock him in a reverse chin lock, squeezing on him as he slowly dragged him up, tossing him to the ropes and slammed him with a back body drop, following with a drop kick to the floor. But would now start to smile, shaking the hand of the ref, saying he was doing a good job. As Heenan was stomping on Stardust on the yeah, outside, quickly oh, pulling away just in time as Bo went after him. Throwing him right into the stairs, then back into the ring. Hitting him with yet another clothesline. And came down with five fierce elbows to the heart, locking him in another chin lock. Stardust slowly got to his feet, swinging out of it, missing a punch as Dallas dropped him with a quick flatliner DDT. He dragged him to the corner and would ram his knees into the ribs, then toss him to the other. Does catching him with a boot to the face, climbing the rope and caught him with a moonsault. He rode to his feet, then dropped him with a body slam with a stomp to the face to boot. Watching and pushed Dallas to the corner, ramming his shoulder to the ribs. Until Dallas caught him, raising him up and ran, dropping him with a running powerbomb, covering only two. He rose not happy at all, stopping on him and locked him in an eagle stretch. Driving that knee right into the spine, it would stretch him. Dust slowly rising, it would spin out, then surprise Dallas with just a slap to the face. He would duck a punch, then caught him with a fisherman buster! Coming off the rope and nailed him with a crossbody! He moved to the top rope and would wait! Heated on the apron as the ref pushed him, or tried to push him off. Dust leaping off, but he got hit right in the eye with powder! He would hold his eyes as Bo would wait for it, then dropped him with the Bodog! Quickly covering! Only two! 
Thank God the foot was on the rope. Dallas hit the canvas saying, it was three, it was three. Pulling Stardust up and went for it a second time. Stardust though pushing him off. Tucking the clothesline, then blasted him with a disaster kick. Waiting for it and went for Black Matter. But Dallas slid free. Rolling to the apron. But just caught him getting snapped on the rope guillotine. Dallas charging and missed a clothesline as he was then dropped with the Black Matter. It wasn't fancy, but it was quick and effective. Stardust rolling out of the ring, busting the towel to his chest as he would tackle and hiss, slipping his way up the ramp, smiling all the while. As Dallas held his head, wondering why he just couldn't beat him. Slamming his head on the canvas as Heenan was trying to figure out what went wrong. He had to prepare for the next bout.
Sammy. Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest, still for one fall, moving for the FIP World Championship. Standing over in the black corner, representing the Bullet Club, he is the challenger, the Wild Gunman, Kenny Omega. His opponent, sitting over in the red corner, representing the Zaniac Nation, he is the reigning FIP World Champion, Sammy Tata was surrendered as both of them met in the center of the ring. Talking trash as Omega pushed him. Sammy firing with a fist as the bell began. Omega catching him with a kick to the ribs and a knee flip, followed by a right to the back, then another one. He kicked him to the corner and would ram his knees into the ribs and hit haymakers. Tossing Sammy to the buckle, but was Irish whip. Sammy charging and nailed him with a haluva kick. Omega dropped and quickly rolled to the outside, pulling his jaw and began to take a walk. Then when they climbed the top rope and left up with a cross body, hitting him and rose back to his feet, tossing him back to the ring, springboarding off the rope and dropped him with a tornado TDT. He spin to his feet and dropped him with a double underhook suplex. Waiting and charged, drumming Omega with a climb up sunset flip power bomb. Covering only two. Zane was up first, locking him in a side headlock as Omega pushed him off and caught him with a back elbow, followed by a drop salt into the ropes. He got him tied with him, then they would ram his knees into the ribs, then blasted him with haymakers. He blasted him with a roundhouse over the skull. The referee getting him free as Omega dropped him with a brain buster. He quickly moved to the top rope and lined up his shot. Leaping and caught him with a double foot curb stop to the chest. He would ground himself as he would kick him to the corner. Using his knees to bash into his face. Dragging him from the buckle. He would bash his face with his knees. Then had Zane lay over the middle rope. Coming off the far end of the rope and then dope over. Splashing over the back of his head. Omega would leapfrog off the rope, hitting him with a missile drop kick, then a running neck breaker. He would kick Zane over the head and ribs, locking him within a reverse chin lock. He would squeeze and wrench on him, trying to squeeze him out cold as Zane slowly rose to his feet, fighting out with three elbows, running to the ropes. But Omega caught him with a crossbody up and over to the outside. He would slowly rise, pulling Zane up and would bash his head over and over again into the steel stairs, then dropped him with a clothesline. 
and tossing into the ring, having his head dangle over the apron, climbing upon the top rope and with poise, leaping off with a double axe over the back of the head. Zane snapped back inside as he rolled in, calling him up as he wanted to end this. Ledging him up from behind and dropped him with a reverse DDT. Come on. He him by the legs and locked him in a cross-legged camel clutch and he called the Omega Hell. He would pull hard on Zane who refused to tap out, shaking his head as he would reach for the ropes, struggling as eventually he got a hold of the bottom. Omega would let go, dragging him to the center of the ring. But Zane kicked out of the, from the buckle. Omega charging. Quick got drop with the back body drop. He got his footing and caught him with a kick to the jaw, then a running neck breaker. Winning for it, then went for a discus clothesline. But Omega ducked and climbed upon his shoulders, dropping on with a Frankensteiner. He pinned him down and would punch to his head. Rolling off after 10 solid shots and slammed on with a bridging back suplex. He would roll to his feet and call for it. Raising him up for the Omega driver. But Zane slid out, landing behind him. Coming off the rope and caught him with a crossbody. And then another one. He would hit one, two, three clotheslines and slammed him with a whirling sit-out powerbomb. But he only caught it too. Zane rose to his feet, wanting to end it as he rose him up, but Omega counter with the DDT. He spiked him down and leaned against the rope, calling for it and charged, missing a flying knee as he was turned and nailed with a haluba kick. Yeah. Zane then dragged him up, not wasting any time, and hit him with a second one. As the ref would check. And call for the bell. Ladies and gentlemen, here is your winner by knockout and still FIP World Champion, Sammy Zane. How you doing, buddy? Knocking the fuck out and get out. Woo! It was quick, hard, but yet effective. And Zane retained the FIP fuck title. Fuck you, Kenny Omega. Looking <laughs> down at Omega, <laughs> just shook his head.
Just smiling and cackling at her as Del Rey would hand the belt over as the bell rang. Oh, it rang. This would charge as he was dropping the belly to belly. Loving Sky getting dropped with clotheslines. A spine buster, then a release belly to back suplex. Bliss locked her from behind as Del Rey tossed her off, then dropped Bliss with a release Samoan drop. Love charged in, missing a clothesline as she was dropping the neck breaker. Sky getting dumped right out of the ring and then kicked off the apron to the floor. This locked Del Rey in a full Nelson, but she was tossed off. Love tackling Del Rey with a spear and just started to punch at her. Bliss kicking at her while Velvet was beginning to stomp on her. All three of them now, little by little, start to just beat upon her. They would shove her to the corner and began chopping and slapping at her. Bliss pulled them apart and hit Del Rey with uppercuts, tossing her to the other buckle and charged as Del Rey kicked her square in the face and dropped Sky in love with a double clothesline. She charged and caught all three of them with a crossbody. 
Delray Rose waiting and caught Bliss with a drop toe hold into the rope, then a drop kick to the outside. Love went for her, but she was dumped up and over to the floor. As Sky walked over and just plain slapped her over the face. Oh. That's nice. Delray oh. grabbed her and slammed her with a T-bone <laughs> suplex, followed by the Royal Butterfly, locking it in tightly as she immediately would tap out. That's one. Velvet <laughs> Sky has been eliminated. Billy Ray needs to keep well, one down, two to go as Sky was gone. And Del Ray stood on the ring. Listen, love discussing strategies. They rolled into the ring, going at her at the same time. Del Ray ducking the advance and caught them both with shoulder tackles. This would get suplexed while Love was dropping the leg glaze takedown. Walking on a side headlock, but couldn't hold it as Bliss nailed her with a dazzler elbow. Delray would shake her head, getting hit with a second one as she was stuck in the corner. Getting hit over and over again with elbows. She was then grabbed around the head and dropped with a bulldog. This would do a quick pose, smiling for the camera. Calling Delray up and went for a kick. But she got dropped with the leg waist takedown. And it was slingshot right in the love. Bliss rolled to the outside as Love was dropped with a capture suplex right into a headlock takedown. She would squeeze and wrench on her head, dragging her up and slammed her with a release sleeper suplex. She then dropped her with a gut wrench, locking her arms and dumped her over. Love needing a moment and caught Del Rey right over the eye with a kick. Oh my god. That actually stunned her as Bliss dropped her with a straight kick to the jaw, locking her within a Boston Crab. Love would then pose with the camera, slapping Delray over the face, telling her to just give up, locking her in a clutch yeah, to complete the cycle. Both of them would pull and wrench on her, telling her to quit or scream out for them. Delray just dealing with the pain until they would let go. They would stomp upon her and move her to the corner. Both of them just chopping at her and would set her on the top. They began to climb up, but Delray wasn't about to budge. She began to fight back, grabbing both of them and left off the rope with both of them hitting a super double neck breaker. They would roll holding their necks, Delray rising oh, and she God. was not happy. <laughs> Picking her target and Alexa Bliss as she dropped her with a snapmare, then a clothesline up and over to the floor. Love would charge with an elbow, but she missed. Delray dropping her with one, two, three German suplex in sequence, then nailed her with a kick to the ribs, followed by a powerbomb. She held onto the legs and dragged her back up and powerbombed her a second time. <laughs> Covering. Oh, God. Bliss broke it up. She then dragged her by the hair as Delray caught her with a stutter and then a clothesline right back to the floor. Love latching Delray from behind, going for an awkward backbreaker. But Delray landed in front of her and quickly locked her in the Royal Butterfly. She did not want to be in this for long as it only took mere seconds as Love began to tap out. That's two. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Angelina Love has been eliminated. Well, up to you, Bliss. Have fun with that shit. We are now down to one as Bliss looked on, wondering what the hell to do now. Delray daring her back inside as Bliss climbed the apron, slowly entering the ring, wondering what to do. Going to lock up. 
Delray bashed her knee right into the ribs and slammed her with a double underhook suplex. Pushing her to the corner and began hitting her with her knees to the ribs. Love, however, climbed upon the apron, distracting the referee as Delray got sprayed in the eyes with hairspray. She got blind as Bliss dropped her with a running elbow, stomping on her head and would rake her boot over her eyes, dragging her up and choked her with the rope. Love and Sky would prance, spinning around and singing that the title was coming to them. The title was coming to them. Cheering for Bliss. (laughs) Taking cheap shots to Del Rey when the referee's back was turned. No. No. (laughs) Bliss would then pull Del Rey up and slam her with a fisherman suplex. Tied off the top rope, blowing a kiss to everybody and left off, hitting up a dazzled moonsault. Covering! Only two. Then asked the ref if he knew how to count, making sure as she pulled Delray up and drove her down with a pile driver. She would then take another moment to pose for the crowd and hit Delray with a leg drop, then a chin lock, holding her in place. She would squeeze on her as Delray slowly began to rise to her feet. Tossing her to the ropes and got a big surprise with a drop kick, then a hard kick to the stomach, followed by an X-Factor slam. Blizzard rolled to the corner, smiling at herself as she ran, hitting Delray across the head with a running knee, locking her in a figure four. She would rock back and forth, thinking she had it now. Delray would slowly start to shift her body, turning it around and began to reverse it. Bliss shook her head as she was able to roll, getting a hold of the rope. The hold breaking as both of these women rose. Bliss hitting Delray over her head, pushing her to the buckle and began to climb the rope. Starting to punch to her head and drop down, hitting her with a double axe. She then would then drop Delray down to her rear as she would take a walk, charging and would bash her face with a running knee. She took a lot of pride in what she was doing as the beautiful people clapped for her. Bliss pulling Delray up and dropped her with a DDT. Quickly covering. Only two. Bliss would scream milling out the ref. Pulling Delray up and would just slap her over the face. Then scratch at her face. She would then drop her with a side back suplex. Moving back to the top rope. Lining up her shot and came down with a double axe. She then rose a stun Del Rey and would body slam her down. Coming off the rope and swung with the Dazzler elbow. But she missed. Getting turned around and dropped with a release. Somehow and drop. She then got hit with a follow-away slam. Then a bridging suplex. A vertical suplex. A release German suplex. A gut wrench suplex. And then a brain buster to finish her off. <laughs> oh, God. oh, she's pissed. Bliss looked like a rejected Barbie doll from a factory. Delray rising, snapping her down with an arm drag takedown. Love climbing the apron, distracting the ref as Sky climbed upon the other side, but got kicked to the floor. Delray, though, getting hit from behind by Bliss, who swung with the knee to the ribs. Then another one, and another one, and another one, slamming Delray with a suplex. She came off the rope and would just stomp right upon her face and came off the rope, springboarding with a crossbody. But Delray caught her, locking her arms and legs, and quickly got her in the Royal Butterfly. There it is. 
Oh, God. Do it, Paul, back firmly as Bliss screamed out, calling for help. Love rolling inside, getting the referee distracted once again as Sky entered from the other side. Breaking it up, giving Bliss a chance to catch Del Rey and a full Nelson. She would then charge, but missed the double axe, hitting Bliss on accident. Del Rey grabbing Sky and just tossed her up and over to the outside, crashing down upon Love. Del Rey would turn again. Bliss was stunned, trying to shake it off, and she would slowly swing, missing, and she got relocked in the Royal Butterfly. <laughs> the ref had turned oh after the chaos, God. as Bliss was just no match for this, screaming for the beautiful people who were on the floor, knocked out, and had no choice but to tap. Ah. Three, three fucking women can't get a job done. Ladies and gentlemen, here is your winner, and still, Women's World Champion, Sarah Three women in one night still could not get the job done as Del Rey stood dominant. Just kicking Bliss to the outside, demanding she get her title belt. She beat all three of them here tonight, almost spitting at them, looking for her title belt when she was hit from behind by AJ Lee. Well, there was one. She would smile at her and began to stomp and scrap with her, locking her real arms and dropped her with a DDT. She would skip around the ring, getting a hold of the women's title and bashed her over the face. Delray would roll, holding her head as AJ hit her over the back of the neck. She would then place the title down as she came off the rope and would lock Delray in. The Black Widow. <laughs> she would pull and wrench on her, making sure that the women's title was right there in front of Delray, knowing that she was starting to fade. Del Rey was starting to fight, starting to struggle, trying to fight out of it as she would drop down to both of her knees. AJ having it locked in perfectly as she would squeeze and wrench upon her, shaking her body as little by little Del Rey began to pass out. Sorry, AJ. AJ would then laugh, skipping around the ring, saying she was coming for the women's championship. Seeing Del Rey struggling, trying to push herself back up, pushing her upon her shoulders, and this was in tribute, hitting her with a GTS. <laughs> she would spin around, getting a hold of the women's title, fixing her hair in the reflection of it. And began to leave the ring with hands. The referee tried to get the title belt from her, but AJ decided no, it wasn't going to happen. And began to skip up the ramp with a new prize around her shoulder. The official trying to help Delray up to her feet as we all knew that when she woke up, she would be one pissed off woman. Had to prepare for the next man. We didn't win. Oh. <laughs>
sandwiches with pugs. <laughs> oh, shit. September 11th, people. Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest, scheduled for one fall, will be no disqualifications. And then this match. Slam on the floor. A stomp or two, then back into the ring. Owens walking around, getting a hold of a steel chair. Would roll inside. He was looking to knock Sting's head off as he would charge. But Sting would then blast him in the ribs with silent justice. (laughs) He clobbered him again in the ribs and over the back, calling him up and nailed him over the head. Owens would roll to the outside, meaning a moment as Sting would remove his jacket, tossing it aside and went after Owens, tackling him right into the barricade, right into the crowd. Sting rolls him up and body slammed him right upon a set of fan chairs, grabbing one of them, folded it up, and bashed him over the skull. Owens went down like a sack of bricks as he was cut over the head. Sting dragging him back to ringside and tossed him into the ring. 
as he stopped upon him and pulled Owens up. Crossman to the buckle and hit hard shots to his head, locking him in a side headlock, dropping over the bulldog, continuing the wrench on his head. Owens would slowly push himself to his feet, pushing Sting to the ropes, but was hit with a shoulder tackle. A second one. Sting waiting and would body slam him down, then rose him for a gorilla press. But Owens would gouge at the eye, then slam Sting with a bridging back suplex. He rolled to his feet and would hit Sting with a running back splash. Quickly climbed on the top rope and came off with a big splash. Going to his feet and clothesline Sting out of the ring. He wet the blood from his head and just smeared it over his blackened shirt. Getting ahead of Steeman with suicide dive through the ropes, crashing upon Sting on the floor. He rose him up and would bash his spine into the post, hitting hard haymakers through his head and would rake at the eyes. Moving to the steel stairs and would start to move them along the aisle. Waiting and got ahead of steam, running hard and ran up the stairs, leaving with a cannonball plancha right upon a risen sting. He would rise with a smile, looking for something as he would look under the ring, getting a hold of a kendo stick. He would spin it around and swung, Sting though ducking and tackled him right into the steel post. He grabbed a hold of the stick and would swing, missing as it broke against the post. Owens would come back at him and smashing the ring bell over his head. He would then grab a hold and dropped him with a DDT. He walked around getting a hold of a TV monitor. Looking at it first and waited, swinging as Sting would duck, picking him up and drove him down with a rolling spine buster through the table. Ah, my Sting was up first, looking at the carnage as he would drag Owens back to the ring, grabbing him by the leg and would kick to the back of the knee and slam it upon the canvas, locking him in a reverse gym lock. Owen slowly got to his feet, fighting out of it and would trade blows back and forth with Sting, winning with a kick to the midsection, then a double underhook suplex. Coming off the rope and would just leg drop him. Quickly moving to the floor and drag Sting to the post, wrapping his legs in the post using camera cables. Owens would then take a walk, grabbing the rep and would take his belt off. Then move over to Sting and began to wrap the belt around his throat, almost like a noose. You tie it nice and tight, it would pull, literally trying to choke him with it. The ref tried to break it up as Owen just smiled at him, pushing him away, and would continue to just pull and pull and pull, taking pride in this and would let go after what appeared to be a minute. Who let Sting catch his breath as he mounted him and just started to punch through his head over and over again. The ref would grab Owens and did his best just to push him off as Owens just refused to stop. Punching at him, rising up after a little while and shook his hand as it obviously hurt. Rolling to the outside as the ref would start to take the belt off of Sting's neck. He would remove the camera cable as Owen had re-entered the ring with the ring bell. He would just look down at him with disgust in his eyes, pulling his jaws. He went for Sting, swinging, 
but he was able to catch his hands, blocking the belt, and ripped it from his son's hands and bashed it over Kevin's head. He held a stall, which only opened his cut even further, as Sting tossed the bell away, catching his breath and dragged him up, blasting him with an uppercut, then another one in the corner. He would toss him to the other, but Owens with Iris whip and splashed Sting in the corner, then slammed him with a suplex. He would climb the top rope and dove off with a moonsault splashing down. Owens would roll to his feet, calling Sting up and dropped him with a clothesline lariat, then a body slam, followed by a drop kick to the corner. He got a burst of steam and nailed him in the corner with a senton cannonball. They finished him with a whirling suplex. Covering. Only a two. He rolled to the floor, starting to remove the protective padding. Shades of the Great American Bash all over again as he would drag Sting by the foot to the apron. He would then climb up and look to suplex him from the ring to the concrete, raising him up. But Sting would power out, hitting him in the ribs, then again and again and again, going for a suplex himself. But Owens blocked, landing down and would start to race Sting up for a suplex. But again, Sting would block, hitting him in the back, then caught him with the headbutt, raising Owens up for a suplex. But instead, dropped him down, rib first upon the exposed concrete. Oh. Suck it. Owen smacked hard up on the concrete, rolling and held his ribs as Sting rolled to the floor after him. He pulled him up by the back of his head, locking him and dropped him with a scorpion death drop on the exposed fucking floor. It was a sickening track as Owens was out cold and the ref went to check on him. Sting giving him a dirty look to back off as he wasn't done with him yet. This was payback and retribution to its full extent. As he pulled Owens up and dropped him with a second scorpion death drop on the concrete. Two other officials came down as Sting got a hold of silent justice. As they were quickly calling out EMTs to help Owens. Another official coming down to try and restrain Sting as this match went too far as it is. Yeah, no shit. Doctors coming down to check on Owens, calling out for a stretcher as they would start to load Owens upon it. The referee held Sting back as best he could as they started to move Owens up the ramp. With Sting then pushed through the referee, grabbed it, and demanded that everyone back off. He would then move him back to ringside and pull him off the stretcher. Grabbing him by the neck as officials kept selling, telling Sting, no, don't do it. Going for a third one. But Owens somehow blocked, tossing Sting off and blasting him with a straight kick to the jaw. Owens needed a moment as he charged, then tackled Sting to the floor. Just punching and kicking at him. Dragging him up and then dragging him all the way up to the ramp. He would bash his head into the staging and slammed him down. Taking a walk, holding his neck, being a little bit wobbly. The refs asking if he wanted to continue as he just shoved them on their asses. Oh. <laughs> he got a hold of the flat piece of the stretcher and would hit Sting with it. Tossing it aside and drilled him down with a pile driver upon the steel grating. He would roll, holding his neck. 
forcing himself to his feet as he looked around a little bit. Grabbing Sting and just tossed him off the ramp along the concrete. Owens would take a walk. Following him and body slammed him on the tech table. Looking around and began to climb up the side of the set. Hands began to rise, looking as Owens would climb higher and higher and higher, getting some 15 or 20 feet in the air. Looking back, down at Sting as he left off with a back elbow, crashing into Sting through the tech table. as he stumbled around getting a hold of the stretcher and would place Sting upon it starting to wheel him back because he didn't want to carry his dumb dead ass all the way back to the ring before tossing him back inside he shook his head getting his equilibrium back slowly as he slowly would ascend the stairs entering the ring and would watch Sting just lay there telling him to sit up or something he yelled out that the A was the angel of justice and he was going to just break him in half. Walking over and just pulled him up. Double underhook in the arms. Going for it. But Singh dropped him on the back body drop. He turned around and charged. Hitting Owens with a body splash in the corner. Hitting to his head and would slowly set him on top. Owens began to fight back. Hitting to his head as Sting went headbutt him. Locking him up, but Owens countered, dropping Sting with a whirling driver from the top row. He would quickly cover. Only getting a two. He rolled back to the floor, dropping to a knee as blood would just trickle from his forehead. Finding a steel chair and just said the hell with it. Moving inside and placing it over Sting's neck. He would climb the top rope and left off and would pelmanize Sting's throat. Ah. Sting would roll, holding his throat in pain as Owens grabbed the chair, raising it up and cracked it over his spine. Stop this fucking match. Again. 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 stay down despite not being able to breathe. Owens raising the chair and just cracked him again over the back. He dropped it down forcing Sting to his feet. Locking the arms and would drop him with a power bomb against the chair. He heard the roar of the crowd and he didn't give a damn. He wasn't done as he pulled him up and dropped him with a second one. He would then yell out that Sting was going to die here in a second. Pulling him up, it would push him to the corner. Starting to club to his head, his neck, his ribs, his neck, his ribs. And Sting just dropped down. Owens would just force him back to his feet. Slap into his face, screaming at him to fight back, goddammit, fight back. Punching and kicking him as Sting dropped a second time. (laughs) Owens would pull him back up, 
and would just slap to his face again and again, falling up his fist and just slugged him, slugging him again, hitting to his back, hitting to his neck, haymaker, uppercut, headbutt, a knee to the ribs, an elbow to the face, everything he could hit him with, tossing him to the other buckle and would just splash him. He would then drop him with a hip toss and then a falling headbutt. Sting just laying motionless as Owens rubbed at his neck. Moving over to the corner and would just wait. Holding the ropes and would dangle just taking his time. Almost like a venomless snake. Almost seeming to coil a little bit as he watched Sting. Slowly starting to move and push himself to his feet. Owens then charging and blasting him with a running knee lift into the ropes. Then dropped him with another bridging back suplex. He said that it was time to finish it. Just lightly kicking at him like he was a corpse. Pulling him up to his feet and dropped him with a dominator slam. He then moved to the buckle and would start to remove the padding. Tossing it away and would start to move back over. He would pull Sting up, raising him up for a running powerbomb. But Sting somehow came to life, fighting out just in time, catching Owens with a back elbow, then a snapmare. He leaned against the ropes as Owens charged, but got dumped over the ropes with a low bridge. Sting had little time to recover here as Owens quickly rolled back inside, locking him from behind, but Sting countered, quickly locking him in a sleeper. Mm. It was nil effective though as Owens would ram him into the buckle breaking free. Hitting a hard makeover to his head. Another one, then another one, and another one, and another one, and another one. Tossing uh. him to the other buckle. But Sting Irish whipped as Owens nailed red first. He bounced off with authority. Coughing a little bit as Sting caught him with a drop kick. Grabbing the legs and would slingshot him into the exposed buckle. Rip first once again. Uh. He then dropped him down and grabbed the legs and was locking with them. The Scorpion Deathlock. Yeah. Owens was trapped with nowhere to go. As he got locked in place, Sting squeezing and wrenching upon him. Owens fighting, trying to get out of it. As Sting would slowly sit down, bending him nearly in half. Owens would bite his fist to try to ignore the pain. Trawling and clawing to the ropes. Itching and squirming as he was able to get his hand upon the rope. But Sting didn't let go. There was no disqualification. No, you can't kill him. Owens completely forgot about that as he would pull his body under the rope as he forced the break. He would lay upon the floor as Sting held his back. Needing a moment as he would cough, still trying to get some air in his lungs. He rolled back to the floor, going after Owens, who rolled up upon the ramp, almost as if trying to get away. Sting went after him, grabbing him by the shirt and just tossed him back into the ring, slowly rolling inside as Owens again tried to back away in the corner. Sting would stop him in the corner. Owens catching him with a thumb to the eye, then a quick neck breaker. Rolling to his feet and charged! But missed the lariat. Sting dropping him from behind with a sidewalk slam. Moving to his legs. But Owens kicked him off. Sting bouncing off the buckle. That was slammed with a double underhook suplex. Owens would then roll to the outside. Grabbing the steel chair. Looking to end this bout. Going after Sting. Who blocked and cracked him over the head with the chair. 
Underwood stumbles Ooh. back to the buckle, holding the skull as Sting with charge with the stinger splash. But Owens quickly rolled out of the way as Sting cracked into the exposed buckle, getting turned around and dropped with the pop-up powerbomb right upon the chair. for anybody that had to witness some of the, the disgusting, horrible display here of Kevin Owens. He took things very, very far here. We're hoping that Sting is going to be okay. Gorilla Sting is messed up, and he is messed up bad. I've seen him take beatings, but this was an absolute beating indeed. His neck might be shattered. His ribs could be broken. Lord knows what else he may have taken. Kevin took a beating as well, Monsoon, but he's at least the one walking. Sting... He's extremely unresponsible, and and I, I just hope this thing is able to return. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we still have a couple more matches here tonight. Um, that was a that was a big one, and it's only going to get worse from here as we still have the Steel Asylum match for the IWGP yeah, title. That's gonna be Kane a versus Batista. That just oh, might yeah. be worse than this one here tonight, oh, folks. Why don't we uh, Why don't we take a small break, and when we come back. We should have this place cleaned up, and we'll have you back for more wrestling action. A lot of ambition uh, holds in that one.
Lord, fuck them up. That means you got to follow that last match. This contest set up for one fall will be for the World Heavyweight Championship. Sanctioned by the Wrestling Commission, it will have a 30-minute time limit. Well, you got laryngitis there, Justin. <laughs> Stay over to my left, the challenger. From Minneapolis, Minnesota, weighing in at 256 pounds, the Enforcer. Horn Anderson! How did I give you ten minutes? Standing over to my right, from Chicago, Illinois, weighing in at 215 pounds, he is the reigning undisputed world. title over. Warning that Arn asked for this as the title had been risen up and handed over. Other than meeting in the center of the ring as Robinson went over the rules as Punk would just chew his gum in Arn's face. The bell would sound as Punk would smile at him. Couldn't wait to get this going. Going to lock up but instead slapped him over the face. Arn went for him but Punk fled to the outside. Smiling and took a walk around the ring. Climbing upon the apron as he told Arn to back up as he would re-enter. Holding his hands up and went to lock up, but again, slapped him over the face and then rolled to the floor. <laughs> Arn proclaimed that this was just too easy for him and too fun. Arn fell for it twice. He was so stupid he fell for it twice. He climbed upon the stairs, <laughs> smiling at him and would slowly re-enter, saying, I'm serious this time. Going to lock up, but Arn just tackled him to the buckle. He rammed his shoulder into the ribs and would blast him with haymakers. Tossing him out with a hip toss on a heavy clothesline. Another one! A third one! Hoisting him up in a gorilla press then tossed him right to the floor. Punk hit hard as R went for him. Tossing him hard into the barricade. Then hard into the post. 
Punk would spin, crawling away as he got tossed into the ring. Punk trying to stop on him upon re-entry, but Arn grabbed the leg and took his head off with a clothesline. Arn then locked him in that headlock, wedging and squeezing on him, then tossed him with a slam. Punk retreating to the corner as Arn would kick to his ribs again and again, grabbing him by the head, telling him that he was going to beat the respect into him. Toss him to the other buckle and bashed him with a clothesline. Yeah, get him, Arn. He then set him up on the top rope, climbing up, but Punk began fighting back and was able to hit Arn down. He caught his balance and caught him with a missile dropkick, rising to his feet as he would kick to the back of his head. And it came off the rope and nailed him with a running knee. He stomped upon him hard and waited for him to rise, kicking him square over the face, then stomped upon the back of his head. He would dare the old man back up, kicking him to the buckle and would kick again. Arn grabbing that leg and drove a knee over the knee of his own and would flood clip him down. Pump would hold his knee as Arn would stomp and work upon it, locking him within a side leg wrench. Punk struggling to make it to the ropes, kicking Arn off and rolled to his feet, catching with a back elbow, then a roundhouse to the head. He hobbled on the leg and dropped him with a neck breaker, calling him up and would lock him in a front face lock, but was tossed to the ropes and caught with a back body drop, then a clothesline to the floor. Arn needed a moment before going after him, but Punk grabbed him by the tights and slammed his head into the post. And grabbed a hold of his head and would push it with all of his weight, almost as if trying to crush it. Almost released and shook his head. Punk hitting him on the spine and tossed him into the ring. Climbing the top rope and dropped him on the double axe. He then went for a body slam, but Arn broke it up, pushing Punk to the ropes, who fired right back with a punch. Arn blocking him and started hitting heavy haymakers and a knee lift, followed by a suplex. Armin watched him stand up and dropped him with a backbreaker, then another one, having him lay over the knee and tried bending him in half. Punk would kick free with his foot over the head, swinging for a kick, but Orn caught the leg and tripped him down, quickly locking him within an STF. Punk was trapped, trying to fight out of this, reaching for the ropes, but there was nowhere he was able to move. Arn pulling back on him, almost bending him in half. Punk yelling up, but then it hurt. His foot was able to snag the rope. Arn pulled up from the rope and slammed him down, grabbing that leg, but Punk just kicked him free. Going to his feet and caught Arn with a kick to the ribs, then clobbered to his back. Arn though tackling him into the buckle, ripping his shoulder into the ribs again, sending Punk on top, but he just kicked him back, leaping on with a crossbody. But Arn caught him and just tossed him with a fallaway slam. <laughs> he rose up and took Punk's head off with a running clothesline, then a second one, forcing him to his feet and got him with a third. He dragged him up and slammed him with a pile driver. Punk trying to roll out of there, but Arn dragged him back inside. Punk would kick, but was dragged back up and tossed to the ropes, holding on for dear life and slid the hell out of there. He would grab his title belt and start to make his way up the ramp. He had enough of this as Arn chased after him, hitting him from behind, then dragged him back, tossing him into the ring, and then climbed inside. 
Punk holding his eye saying something was wrong with it. Something's in my eye. As the ref went to check on him. But Arn didn't seem to care. As he walked over, put, put the referee out of the way and would literally punch Punk right in the eye. If there was something wrong with it, there was definitely something wrong now. As he got pushed to the corner, Arn punching him again in the eye as the referee pushed him back to check on him. As Arn grabbed the ref and moved him away and went right back for Punk. He put his hands up to block like a UFC fighter as Arn just tore him apart, crossing him with a belly to belly, (laughs) then took his head off with a big boot. He would cut his throat and drop them with a pile driver. Punk rolling to the outside, needing a moment as Otunga came down with a bottle of water. He would try to douse his eye as Arn grabbed him and tossed him into the stairs. Punk retreating back into the ring, coming off the rope as Arn grabbed him and slammed him with an atomic drop, then a gut wrench suplex. He was fired up as he called him up, daring Punk up and pulled himself up as he got dropped with a suplex, then a reverse German suplex. Arn just tackling him to the buckle and would hit repeated clotheslines, up to ten of them. And tossed Punk to the far end and hit him with 10 more. Setting him on the top rope and climbed, grabbing him by the head and came down with a super double underhook suplex. He rose up full of piss and vinegar, dropping the Anderson knee over his head and slammed him with yet another suplex. He pressed him up and just dropped him upon the canvas. Punk rolling to the corner, holding his hand up. But there was no mercy coming from the enforcer who dragged him up. But got hit with a thumb to the eye, followed by a leg lariat and a body slam. Punk would rub at his eye, stomping on Arn's face and would catch him with a drop kick to the corner. Followed up with a running knee, then a second one for good measure. He then dropped him with a bulldog, moving to the top rope and left off with a savage elbow. He was ready to finish this. Raising him up for the GTS. Arlo breaking out of it and spun him around. Raising him up and slammed him on a brain buster. Oh, he wasn't done. Pulling him up and dropped him with a slingshot brain buster. Pugger onto the floor. But Arn grabbed him right by the wing, right by the foot. Dragging him back inside and tackled him to the buckle. Punk would hit him with elbows to the spine and got one good shot with his knees, busting Arn's nose. Punk caught him on the back elbow, then a drop kick to the knee, followed by a climb up in Seguri. It bought him a little bit of time as he grabbed at his leg, going for a figure four, and would even woo out. But Arn just kicked him off to the ropes and dropped him on the return and slammed Punk with a hip toss. Otunga climbing the apron, yelling at Arn, who just grabbed him and flung him into the ring, picking him up and just tossed him at a risen punk. Otunga rolled to the floor as Arn would wait, charging and calm with a clothesline, then an arm wrench, jerking him down to his knees, then drilled that elbow over the shoulder. He then did it again and again, grabbing him up and slammed him with a belly-to-belly slam. Grab Punk by the legs, only to be kicked off. Arn coming at him and got dropped up with a shoulder block. He lined him up and slammed him with a tilt-a-whirl slam. Getting ready to finish this. 
as he rolls up as Otago Grandin from the foot on the floor. He jerked his foot away, going for him, but the referee took liberties and would eject him from the bout. Yeah. Otago would argue as Arm would avoid punch advance and drops him with the AA Spybuster. He would cover Punk. But Otago Arms up, beating the hell out of Otonga as Punk slid to the outside, taking his title belt and started to make his way up the ramp with Otonga as Arn was rather pissed off. Ladies and gentlemen, the referee has ruled this bout in favor of Arn Anderson by disqualification. <laughs> of David Otunga. Referee Charles Robinson has ordered this match to continue. Yeah, And should David Otunga interfere in the bout once again, CM Punk will be stripped of the world championship henceforth. No fucking cheating here, goddammit. Punk yelled that that wasn't fair. The match was ruled out as Arn tackled him down. He beat the hell out of him on the floor. Tossing him back into the ring as Punk tried to roll out. But Arn dragged him back. Avoiding a kick and slammed Punk with a bridging back suplex and a flying shoulder tackle. He called him up, but Punk was lost in the lights and dropped him with a snapping power slam. Yelling out that it was over for him. Punk, with the last bit of effort, just shoved Arn into the ramp and held his eye. With that distraction, Punk was able to hit a low blow, raising him upon his shoulders, coming down for the GTS. But Arn landed on his feet, raising Punk up and slammed him with the AA Spinebuster. He covered him, but the ref was still attending to his eye. Arn would take his time, waiting for Punk to rise, raising up for an atomic drop as Punk landed behind him and dropped him with a drop toe hold into the rope, having him whip back and blasted him with a loaded fist. Punk quickly hit the evidence in his tights, picking Arn up and dropped him with the GTS covering.
we still got one more match. And well, there it is, Jess. They are lowering the Steel Asylum now. Last time we saw this monstrosity, it was John Morrison against Alberto Del Rio, and that was just 30 days after their epic match at Star Game 4. It's been three years since we've seen this structure, and tonight it's going to be for the IWGP title. No way to climb out of this one tonight, folks. It's going to be by pinfall or submission only. Absolutely, Gorilla. I have no idea who this favors. I mean, let's be honest, both of them are just wild beasts. They're both wild animals. They're both strong. They're both vicious. I'm not sure who's going to have the edge in this one. However, however, I think you can say that beating the champion is an edge. However, the champion is going to also have to beat the challenger. There are no countouts here. No way you can get disqualified. It's going to be one hell of a fight, Monsoon. Yeah, that's definitely going to be, folks. Wrap yourselves in. This is our main event of the evening, folks. I want to put Grandma and the kids in bed for this one. Let's take you to the ring. It's for the Infinity Jam. <laughs> Contest scheduled for one fall will be our main event of the evening and will be for the IWGP World Championship. And will be confined inside of the Steel Asylum. Oh God.
Monsters out of the ring as the cage slowly began to lower and surround them. Neither one of them blinking or moving, just letting it all soak in. Officials locking the cage in place as Nick Patrick was stuck in there with these two monsters. Bell being risen up from the outside is the ref. Call for the bell. Slowly both of them met in the center of the ring, staring the other down as Kane just towered over him. Slitting his throat as Dave just shoved him. Kane starting with the right hand as Dave fired right back. Kane wrapping his palm around his throat. Choking him as Batista broke free. Kicking him in the ribs and began blasting him with punches. Tossing him to the ropes and Iris whipped him. Kane grabbing him around the throat once again. Dave breaking free. Rising Kane up. But he powered out. Missing a clothesline as Batista caught him with a shoulder block. He then got him on a second one. Coming off the rope, but he was caught around the throat again. Kane would raise him up, but slip behind him. Avoiding a punch and rose as Kane got him by the legs. Slamming him right into the cage. He then carried him with great strength to the other side and rammed him again. Charging to the other side and did it a third time. Following up with a running spine buster. He rose up and just waited. Kane sitting up as Batista kicked him right in the face. Watching him rise and did it a second time. Locking him within a chin lock and began to squeeze on him. Kane slowly rose to his feet. Pushing him off as he was hit with a flying shoulder block. Then a second one. Calling him up as he got slammed with a flapjack. Waiting and charged. Tackling him right into the cage wall. 
He would punch to his ribs and ran him a second time. The cage literally having no give at all as he just uh. tossed him to the other side. Snapping Kane with a snap power slam. He rolled to his feet as Kane just slowly sat up. Batista locking him in a sleeper as Kane would slowly shove him off. Turning, turning Dave around and grabbed him around the throat with both palms and just started to forcibly choke him. Batista broke free and body slammed him down. Coming off the rope and caught him with a clothesline. Pushing him to the corner as he rammed his shoulder into the ribs and hit to his head. Tossing him to the other. But he missed hitting the buckle. Kane grabbing him at random spine first into the cage. It ended it a second time. Then a third time. Raising him up and just slammed him down with authority. Grabbing his palms around his throat starting to choke him. Sullivan was on the floor telling them to squeeze the destroyer and rip him apart. Kane letting go only for a moment and went back to choking him. He slowly rose, pushing him to the rope and would slam the back of his head against the cage. Doing it again and again and again. Choking him against the cage, not giving Batista any room. Pulling away slowly and caught him with a big boot. He then kicked him to the ribs and dragged him up. Raising him up and slammed him head first into the cage like a long dart. He then caught him right in the throat with a chop. Catching him a second time and pushed him to the buckle. Now starting to choke him with his boot. He would hold him there. Tossing him hard to the other buckle and would splash him. Placing him on the top and began to climb up after him. He would lock up with them, but Dave began to fight back, punching and headbutting, 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 and just kicked him off, leaping off, drilling him with a double axe. That actually stunned Kane as he would then body slam him down, stomping on him and drove a knee right into the throat, going for yet another sleeper. But Kane would fight free, tossing him hard to the rope, missing a clothesline, and Bazista caught him with a hard clothesline of his own. He then hit him with a second one, calling him up and slammed him with a suplex. Turning sharply and would slam him with a Leviathan Spinebuster. He would then move to the rope and would lower his stance, waiting and charged. But Kane sidestepped and tossed him head first into the cage. He watched him bounce off and caught him around the throat, dropping him with a choke slam. Kane stood tall, looking down at him and would just cut at his throat. Sullivan telling him to finish it early as Kane pulled him up. Going for the tombstone! But Batista slipped behind him, kicking him in the ribs and rammed Kane's head into the steel. He then caught him from behind and slammed him with a backdrop, grabbing him from around the waist and slammed him with a rolling spine buster. He then rolled him to his belly, stumbling upon the spine, dropping knees upon his spine, and then would drag him slowly up, placing him within a clutch. But Kane slowly again sat up, ramming Batista into the cage. He would then gorilla press him up, pumping him like iron, and just toss him with authority right into the bars. Batista would just bounce off as Kane splashed right into him. Batista smacking off the cage and stumbled through the ropes as Kane would grab him around the throat, 
pulling him to his feet and just tossed him to the buckle, kicking to the ribs, and again began to choke him in the corner. Kane would pull away, raising him up and dropped him with snake eyes, followed by the big boot, raising the palm up and began to goose him. The Batista would grab the palm and slowly began to pull it away, then dropped him with a belly to belly. He began to get his strength back as he tackled Kane in the buckle, ramming his shoulder into the ribs and set him on top now. Slowly starting to climb as he would headbutt him over and over again, locking the arms. But Kane just pushed him off. He would catch his balance and lift off with the clothesline lariat. But Batista somehow caught him and just tackled him hard into the cage. Holding him and did it a second time. Dropping him with yet another big spine buster. He rose to his feet, hitting his chest as he dropped Kane with a Samoan drop. Then a second one. And then a third one. Pushing him to the corner and got on top of him once again. Slowly starting to climb. Grabbing Kane. And came down with a superplex. They would roll to his feet as Sullivan yelled at him that his time was running out. Turning as Kane slowly began to sit up. Batista picking him up and would drop him with a modified jackhammer. Kane would land awkwardly, taking the shoulder block to the jaw. Getting tossed to the ropes and got slammed with a third spine buster. Batista would spring to his feet as Kane rose, but got dropped with a fourth spine buster. Batista was not going to stop. If he had to do a thousand of them, he would. Getting on his feet as Kane slowly rose as he got dropped with a fifth one. Kane would slowly again start to sit up, but a lot slower than before as Batista would just gorilla press him up and dropped him with a pump handle bomb. He rose and caught Kane with a fallaway slam, raising him up and dropped him with yet a hard Alabama slam. Leading to the corner and would run, catching him with a running clothesline. Following up with a second one, raising him up again with that gorilla press, pumping him up and down now like a barbell, and would just toss him right into the cage head first. Uh. Kane bounced and rolled back inside, Batista dropping him with a spear. He rolled to his feet and would shake the ropes, turning around, watching as Kane slowly began to sit up. He would stumble to his feet as he caught him with a second one. He was literally trying to go through him as he would lower his thumbs down. Watching Kane slowly stagger up to his feet as Batista kicked him in the ribs, raising him up. No! Kane broke free, grabbing him by the throat and slammed him with a double palm choke bomb. He would fix his glove and watch Batista roll, pushing himself to his feet as Kane grabbed him around the throat again, raising him up and dropped him with the choke slam. Sullivan yelled out that it was time to put him away. Kane slowly starting to cut his throat with his thumb. Batista using the rope to pull himself up as Kane rose up himself, lining him up. But Batista fought out, pushing his front first into the cage, kicking him to the ribs, raising him up and dropped him with the Batista bar. He 
was way too far off to capitalize as he rose up. Watching Kane slowly start to sit up as he tackled him again with a third spear. He would then turn him around, place him upon his belly, and would lock him within the Batista bite. He locked him in perfectly, pulling back hard on him as Kane was struggling. Batista knew he wasn't going to tap, but he could at least make him pass out, pulling and stretching him as Kane couldn't break free. Batista would pull back hard, stretching him out as Sullivan yelled at him to try to break free. But there was no rope break and he knew that. Telling him to fight it and break free. But Batista at this vantage point was just too strong. He would pull and stretch on him as Kane slowly started to struggle. Trying to gain some ground here but he began to fade fast. As Kane slowly, slowly, slowly began to lose strength. As Batista just kept pulling and stretching. The rep moving over to check on Kane as he rose an arm up. And watched it drop. <laughs> this could be it. Uh. He would then grab a hold of his palm and rose it a second time. And watched it drop down. Referee made that this could be it. As he rose it up. Going for the third. Watching it fall. But Kane pushed himself up with great strength. Somehow having the strength to rise. Reaching back and would just toss Batista off of him. He would stumble back. Rubbing his neck as he caught him with a big boot to the face. Giving himself a little bit of ground as he stumbled catching his hits. He would shake his head as he went for him, but he was risen up and driven hard into the cage, then dropped with a pump handle slam. Oh my god. Batista would turn and waited, hitting Kane in the ribs and then finished him with the Batista bomb! There he got him. This time able to capitalize as he covered. Only two. It was almost as if he expected that as he stopped upon Kane, telling him to rise and fight him. As Kane would sit up slowly, rising right into a flying shoulder block. He then set him up for another, but Kane caught him in midair, raising him up and just violently tossed him violently into the cage. He watched him bounce off and kicked him in the ribs, raising him up for the last ride and dropped him down. Only two. He looked around. Moving over to the buckle and would start working at it. Starting to remove the protective padding and just tossed it. He would grab Batista and rose him up. Going for snake eyes. But he blocked. Turning around and avoided Kane's advance. Bashing his head ten times into the exposed seal. Kane was reeling as he got hoisted up and placed upon the top. Batista climbing up and would bash the back of his head against the cage. Holding on to him and would come down with a superplex. Batista would roll to his feet. Moving over to the corner with the exposed buckle and started to mess with it. He would grab a hold of the backing and started to turn and twist, pull and pull, slowly starting to yank it from the post. 
He then had a hold of the exposed buckle in his hand, watching Kane slowly rise and bashed him over the head with it. He would then mount Kane using the buckle and just started to repeatedly hit Kane over the head and face with it. There was nothing the referee could do. Batista pulling him up and just tossed him against the cage, wrapping the rope around his throat, placing a foot upon the back of his spine and began to pull and choke him out. Kane was reaching for the ropes, reaching for something, trying to get out of this as Batista would use the actual rope to start to choke Kane out, pulling back hard with his palm, grabbing a hold of the turnbuckle from the other hand, and repeatedly just started to bash him over the skull of it while choking him at the same time. <laughs> Sullivan had his hands on his head, screaming for Kane to try to fight out of this one. Kane slowly starting to fade. His arms dropping down to completely defenseless as he was getting repeated shots over the head while being unable to breathe as the rope choked tighter and tighter around his throat. Batista would just continue to pull along the rope, strangling Kane literally to pieces as he slowly began to fade and drop down on the mat. The referee would check on Kane, but he was not quite out yet. Batista tossing the rope aside as it just dangled from where it was. Watching Kane slowly rise as he rolled along the canvas. Pushing himself to his feet as Batista grabbed him and dropped him with the third Batista bomb. He landed flush in the center of the ring. Covering. Only two. Fucking Kane. Even Batista was surprised at that one, shaking his head as he had to try something else. Slowly pulling Kane up, who caught him around the throat. Batista breaking his grip and went for another spine buster. But Kane would hit to his back and just shoved him. Missing a boot as Batista drove him down with a backdrop into the cage. He rose him up and slammed him into a power slam right into the bars. Holding him and dropped him upon the canvas. Sullivan yelling out that it was going to be over soon. Screaming for Kane to do something. As Batista moved over to the corner. Waiting and ran for a spear. But Kane sidestepped. But Batista quickly put on the brakes. Turning around and took a straight punch. Then another shot. Then a third one. Kane winding up for a fourth. But he missed. Batista hitting him in the ribs. Going for a back body drop. But Batista kicked him in the face on a short arm clothesline. Pulling him right up and dropped him with another one. He jerked him right back up holding his arm and rose him up for the final Batista bomb. But Kane landed on his feet. Raising him up and would start to literally choke him. He would grab him around the throat and rose him up in the air. Strangling him with great strength. Batista would slowly start to fight free, landing on his feet and would drop Kane with a destroyer suplex. He rose in a rage, grabbing Kane and rose him up. But Kane countered and just slammed him down with rage, grabbing Batista in the iron claw. 
He would squeeze and wrench on him, dropping him down to his knees and just continue to squeeze at him as if he was trying to squash his skull. Batista losing strength quickly, struggling as he would grab his palm, slowly starting to pull it off of him. But Kane would reapply it, locking it in place. Batista's fight slowly began to weaken as his palm would drop down once again at his sides. As you can hear the hurricane on the outside flying down, screaming out to fight Drax, fight! Fight Drax, fight! Fight Drax, fight! Clapping out as the crowd ironically began to clap with them. Batista, or Drax, or whatever the hell you want to call him, slowly began to rise to his feet, feeling the power as he rose, fighting out and would grip and drop Kane with a powerful belly-to-back suplex. Although he would hold on, rising up and would drop off with a spiral sit-out powerbomb. He would shake the ropes and howled out, saying he was going to end it here. Grabbing Kane and rose him up for the last Batista bomb. But Kane landed behind him, turning him around and dropped him with a tombstone. Two as Kane looked over at Sullivan wondering what he did wrong. Sullivan actually scratching his head a little bit on this one as Hurricane was on the outside screaming for Drax to get up as visible signs of pain were starting to show on Kane as blood began to trickle from the top of his head. Batista would slowly rise to his feet as Kane in a desperate move grabbed him by the throat. Batista breaking free and grabbed him and slammed him with the Leviathan Spybuster. Beating his chest and pulled him up trying to finish it. Raising him up. But again Kane blocked. Dropping him with a second tombstone. Covering. That's got to do it. Batista was alive and Kane grew frustrated, finally pulling him up and tossed him to the buckle, choking him and punching him. He would then set him on top and climbed up, grabbing him by the head as Batista blocked, hitting him in the head and ribs, lowering him up, then rose him up, leaping off with a fucking super Batista bomb. That was it. That was it, that was it, as Hurricane jumped up and down. Solomon screaming for Kane to move as Batista rolled and covered. Only two. Batista was even in shock at that one, looking at the ref as Kane slowly began to sit up. Solomon yelling out to be careful here as Batista knew one more should do it. Finally, he would grab him, raising him up. The cane blocked, dumping him over and cut him by the throat. Pushing him hard to the exposed, well, buckle that wasn't there. More so hitting the back of the post. Raising him up for a powerbomb and just powerbombed him against the steel cage. He watched Dave smack off as he rose him up a second time and hit him again with a powerbomb against the cage. Dave would then stumble, drop into his knees. Kane forcibly picking him up and dropped him with a tombstone. Covering. Ladies 
and gentlemen, here is your winner, and still, IWGP World Champion, Kane. What a battle, what a war indeed this was. Hurricane on his knees, hoping that Batista was okay. The cage slowly started to raise to the head because Kane slowly began to roll to the outside. He would drop down on the knee, trying to get his wits about him as blood trickled from his head. Sullivan telling him that he still defended the title crowd. He still was IWGP champion. Helping Kane to his feet. Perhaps for the first time ever, Kane was rocked. Hurricane slid into the ring, checking on Batista, asking if he was okay, calling out for some officials to help him to his feet. As Kane grabbed a hold of the title and slowly started to make his way up the ramp. As a trail of fire would slowly start to follow when the entire ring was cascaded under one glow. Kane would slowly turn his head, looking at the chaos that he had left behind as Drax the Destroyer, the animal Batista, was done. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.